Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Grace and Joy podcast. And this one is a very short one, inspired by both the Radio 4 tweets of the day and also a course that I'm running currently, which is on birdsong and wonder. And I've been inspired to post a tweet of the day in the painting group that I run. So yesterday we met up on Zoom and it was wonderful. We were looking particularly at garden birds and the wondrous and the familiar and sometimes we don't know what's in our own garden. Um, And also what these birds can teach us. So the whole course has been inspired by an E. Cummings poem. May my heart always be open to little birds who are the secrets of living. And this is going to take us overseas and lands and to fantastical places. But today, this is a short one. So this morning I was in bed and just listening to the magpies in the garden. I've had some nests. It feels like they're on the roof, but they're so close and there are such loud youngsters in the nest at the moment and they have that scratchy squawking sound that does really great through you. It's very loud and it frightens all the other little birds away. Or they at least wait on the sidelines and then come back when the magpies have taken everything from the bird table. (laughs) But yesterday we were looking at perhaps what our birds can say to us, what they mean to us in the moment in our lives some of their own qualities and what we can learn from them and apply to our own way of living. So this morning I was asking my opportunist, really scratchy and very, very loud magpie friend, what what do you have to tell me? And this flowed out in just a minute. And it's not, it's not poetry, it's not brilliant, but it's It's wonderful advice and it's so relevant to me and it's helped me this morning. So this is what my magpie friend said to me. Your contrasts shine in you, but are not collected to line your nest, though you love them at home. The black, white has always a colour sheen of thousands and teaches you gloss, subtlety and substance. My ricochet machine gun rattles are audacious, gregarious. I ask for what I need, and I know you shrink from that. But there is truth and voice and honesty in all of this. You see the smaller, quieter when I have flown, and they are brighter and a joy to you even more for my presence. So thank you, Mrs. Magpie. I just know this is a... This is the mum magpie who spoke to me this morning. And I also did a three minute little painting on a piece of scrap paper of my magpie on a perching post in the garden with a bit of birdsong notation, which I really love to do. And I've done for years. I have to put the sounds, the marks of the sounds of the bird in my paintings. So I think that's the cover of this episode. That's the magpie, and maybe there'll be another one another day. And before I go, I had the words of an amazing Ted Hughes poem 
in my mind about a magpie that I, I really love. So stark. And those lines. The wind flung a magpie away and a black back gull bent like an iron bar slowly. Oh gosh, those are so visceral, those words. And so alive. I've always remembered the line in the poem Wind by Ted Hughes. And I thought maybe I would read it now. So this is going to be a bit longer than I planned, but here we go. I've found the poem in my Ted Hughes anthology. And this poem always reminds me of kind of a desolation and the wind through the relationship between Ted Hughes and Sylvia Plath and all of those complex difficulties and terrible things that happened, but that emptiness and the crashing, crashing woods and the silence that rings out between them. Okay, so Wind by Ted Hughes. This house has been far out at sea all night. The woods crashing through darkness, the booming hills, wind stampeding the fields under the window, floundering black astride and blinding wet till day rose. Then, under an orange sky, the hills had new places, and wind wielded blade light, luminous black and emerald, flexing like the lens of a mad eye. At noon I scaled along the house side, as far as the coal house door. Once I looked up through the brunt wind that dented the balls of my eyes, the tent of the hills drummed and strained its sky rope, the fields quivering, the skyline a grimace. At any second to bang and vanish with a flap, the wind flung a magpie away and a black back gull bent like an iron bar slowly. The house rang like some fine green goblet in the note that any second would shatter it. Now deep in chairs, in front of the great fire, we grip our hearts and cannot entertain book, thought or each other. We watch the fire blazing and feel the roots of the house move, but sit on, seeing the window tremble to come in, hearing the stones cry out under the horizons. <laughs>